back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. With you, as always, Chance Watson and Taylor Wells. Wells, holy fuck, we are back in business. God, about fucking time, huh? God damn. I, you know, they're just... Uh, Diet, you know, motivation goes down when no hockey going on. Yeah, uh, you're healthy though. That's what's important. Yes, yes, you, uh, we are. I am healthy up here in the backwoods of North Idaho. Uh, you're the one that's around more people, so yeah, we're we're in the thick of it down here. Uh, yeah, I th- I uh, we're we're a little worried ourselves that we opened up a little too soon, but we will see here. It's hot in, down there in though. Another week. <laughs> It's hot down there, though. I hear hear that uh, COVID doesn't like the heat. Neither do I. (laughs) So, I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. So you and COVID got something in common, huh? That's right, yeah. We both uh, kill in numbers. (laughs) Attack the lungs. We attack, yeah. We uh, leave lingering effects through people's uh, lives. uh, That's uh, uh, that game show, Things in Threes. Like, COVID-19, Taylor Wells, uh, Jake Muzzin. Uh, all attack the lungs. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. That is correct. <laughs> uh, I'll take <laughs> things we learned from COVID for 400. A- Anthony Mantha's listening. This is it. fucking bullshit. This is, I'm, is Anthony Mantha still hurt? I Probably. 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 He gets hurt a lot. I'm pretty, I, you know, this is, and hopefully this doesn't come true, but I'm surprised he didn't get it. You know, just with like his injury. <laughs> His injury, uh, you know. No, he's fine when there's no no hockey being played. But ah, okay. When Just when it comes time to suiting good. up, the dude. And to be completely honest, I think probably Red Wings ownership is probably like, oh no, you're hurt. It's like no, I can really, I can go out and play. No, no, you're hurt. No, trust me, <laughs> you are hurt. You are, you are injured, and then it's just some like horrible fucking Stephen King novel where they time to a bed and break his legs. Is there any chance that we see in the near future guys like Anthony Mantha um, just get a bubble? You bubble. know, like they just they just have bubble hockey for specifically those injury prone people. I, I, I mean, I away. could see it, or maybe even just like a full suit of armor kind of thing. I don't know, man. It's ridiculous. Who knows? All right, welcome back, everybody. We're happy to be back. Um, you know who's also happy to be back and mentioned on the podcast? The Commish. The Commish, of course. The Commish. Uh, as with our with our long hiatus, uh, we still are happy to uh, give a shout out to the Commish. Bet with Commish because he offers twenty percent on free play on deposits with zero rollover. Because as always, even during the pandemic, rollover is a scam. Uh huh. More more victims of rollover. Than COVID, I, I'm sure there's a stati- mm. there's a pie chart that backs that up somewhere. Yep. Yep. Uh, text nine five one eight seven eight nine four one one or hit him up on Twitter at betcommish to play some action. Uh, I was just talking to him recently. Uh, I know it, for those Madden fans out there, you can bet on uh, some Twitch streams and bet on that. I know that uh, darts has been a big one. Ooh. Um, but the, it's, sports are slowly opening up. So uh, get on there. Check out check out what you can bet on. Could we throw? Could we see if we could get some like training camp bets going somehow? I you know? I wouldn't be surprised. Like I'll have to ask him. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to get some like format. On, I mean, we gotta. He'll have to let us bet on like 
the early series in the playoff format, right? Oh, he's got to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So and if if not, we'll uh, submit a concern form. So and ever so that means every Pittsburgh fan is is sweating it because <laughs> they're my they're really worried about Carey Price defeating them. Yeah, watch out for Jonathan Druin and crew. <laughs> Shea, Re- <laughs> Shea Weber's one good Shea leg. Damn. Yeah. Fucking peg leg up there. God. Yeah. Esports right here. So I pulled it up. Uh, new. Uh, new. Uh, what would you call this portal? I guess you would say. Uh huh. Nice, clean looking. I like it. Yeah, I don't even know some of the the. I can bet against the Florida Mayhem versus the Atlanta Rain on esports. Mm. No. Oh, that's got to be. Uh, is that Dota or is that League of Legends? Like Fortnite or something? I don't know, man. Ah, something like that. It's a. Oh, know. oh no, this is Overwatch. Ah, okay. And I've then heard there's those names. There's Counter Strike. Sad. Dota Two. Okay, yeah. So there's some there's some stuff on there. I know people who watch that stuff like we watch hockey. No joke. No that shit. That stuff is like there's. Oh, see, here there we go. Is... And you go virtual sports, and there's MLB The Show, Madden, NFL oh. 20, NBA 2K20. So, Kamish, where's the hockey? Okay. Man, it, I, you know, I bet on some yeah. chill games. I would bet on some chill games. I don't know. So I know they did like a big chill tournament. That yeah. was one of the the highlights we received for these last couple months. No, I totally would bet on that. I'm sure a lot of our listeners would bet on that. That's correct. There you go. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I think things starting to open back up. I'm looking forward to doing some betting. It's been a while. Oh God, it's it's so, been a long time since I I could be a degenerate. So yeah, uh, getting getting really excited to get Fiend. back into that. I'm you're fiending, huh? I I mean one of the yeah honestly one of the first time one of the first th- sadly enough one of the first things I looked at on that 24 team proposed playoff bracket is like oh i cannot wait to lay some action on some of these uh what's the odds on this shit i what's I, my spread looking i i mean i'm sure they're not going to be out until like the playoff like it's been like confirmed because we still don't we'll, we'll get into that here in a little bit um, oh please let's, you know you know it's gonna be before that anyway. I, should, I should probably pull that playoff format up here while we're while we're talking about it so i'm so i'm prepared let's let's jump into something real quick uh yeah what do you want to talk we, about we we touched we touched on it a lot in the first season we've we've kept some tabs on it uh this year as well oh seattle um seattle man what is going on with this name i this seattle sucks i mean me I, it's until i i post i you gave me some you gave me kudos because i anytime <laughs> C, nhl seattle posts something on facebook I, I i say the same thing release the name you cowards it's the same generic just you copy and paste every time (laughs) yeah um and somebody gets on there and they're and they try to like give and they're like oh why are you so angry about this like i oh no it's just there's no logic behind this anymore it's blind rage until somebody until they announce the fucking name like i cannot be reasoned with at this point (laughs) there is no i if i am the religious zealot of this of this particular issue right now like no no amount of facts or logic will sway me until they release the name they are cowards blindly just uh, you, i i know you secretly have like you hired someone to write you a program that just automatically sends that you don't actually even type that no, in no it's just seattle makes a post and that's it just, just pops bing, just a bot <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i did i i gave you some kudos on it i uh i 
I hadn't gotten on Facebook in like a week or so, and, and that's that was like the top of my post. Pretty much, yeah. No, I've a been good, good chuckle out of there's it. There's probably there's probably somebody in the NHL headquarters like this fucking guy. <laughs> Who's this fucking guy? They're gonna hire you. Oh yeah, probably they'll bring, they'll bring you in. You'll be PR or something. <laughs> Here's the fucking oh, name. <laughs> Here you go, you fucking cowards. Yeah, there you go. You you. Hey, that's what you so, should, you should tag them and say, hey, I will. Whenever you say the name, I want to, I want to be the one that. Reads I mean, it in off. in reality, I mean, jumping back to like the hard news of it, like there, I mean, there is no news. Like they still haven't released the name. They've once again, they've once again missed one of their deadlines. And I know some of you are like, oh, it's because of the COVID. Okay, I don't find that as an excuse. In fact, during COVID would have been an excellent fucking time to drop it. People could have been pre-ordering merchandise because it's not yep. like you're gonna have in-store merchandise right now. Here's my thing. That that company, that NHL Seattle has been working from home since their existence, right? Yeah. There is no so, office. Come on. Come on. I yeah, it could I, have been a yeah. great time like a great thing and with everybody at home like this isn't an event this isn't an event where you like bring people in. Like yeah, you can have an unveiling party, but I mean that's that's a very niche local thing. Like for the most part, at least announce you could at least a real uh do the name and the logo. And that would be yeah. shared the fuck out of because everybody's at home on their fucking computers right now. And it would just and it would be a happy thing during a fucking negative time. And but you could but they're yeah. not. And you could do advertising. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean that's the thing. You can do a little you can do some advertising and you obviously could if you have an unveiling, but And everybody's at home sh- doing online shopping right now. You could fucking make exactly. a mint right now with oh, yeah. fucking selling jerseys and shit. Oh yeah, but oh, no. I had the first jersey. Yeah, you know, I had a, I had the first Kraken jersey. Yeah, you know, like I just, I, yeah, I, it's it's disappointing. But let me ask you this: Do you think they're going to push back the start? So do you think that they're going to push it a season because we had, um, you know, this this little bit of a layoff? You think they're they're still on track to start in in twenty one twenty two? No, uh, yes, they're on track. I think I, okay. I they're definitely do that. Um, and in fact, I honestly think they'll probably. The NHL will probably try to tie it in with, like, the draft or something. I don't know. The NHL is trying really hard right now to balance a lot of different factors. I, I don't envy mm-hmm. their task at all. Um, they're trying to consider a lot of things. Now, a lot of the shit's arbitrary. I mean, it's the NHL. There is no logic to their decisions. But um, right. they, I, I honestly feel like when they make decisions, they just – like, they, they first try to talk about it, and when they can't figure anything out, they just go back, oh, let's go to the wheel. <laughs> And then they just the drawing board. they just spin the wheel like they've just got a bunch of answers on it. Like how do we do? Like it's it's like just, bankrupt. Right, yeah, it's just vague shit. Like all right, we can't agree on a playoff format. Let's spin the wheel, and then like it lands on just a blank space that says twenty four on it. Like all right, uh, twenty four okay. it is. <laughs> it actually landed on thirty two first, and they were like, hmm, uh, how do we make this work? Yeah, figure that out. Mm. <laughs> Oh, like shit. all right, it's how do gonna... we how do we figure out the draft? And they spin the wheel, and it just it lands on Red Wings, and they're like, "All right, ah, <laughs> okay, uh, okay, we can work with this." And somehow, Pens fans were still pissed. Yeah, yeah, they could see that. <laughs> why don't we get? Why don't Should've we have? Us. A, why don't we have a shot at the first overall pick and the playoffs? Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, Peds fans, you're the most spoiled fan. Like, even Chicago fans who talk a lot of shit 
and like, oh yeah, we're still the dynasty. Like, they're not spoiled though. My my Pens fans friends though, that my friends that are Pens fans, they know it. They don't care. Yeah. Oh no, they're proud of it. They're yeah. I mean, they're like, dude. I mean, we're, we've been good for how many years now? Like, fuck. Yeah. We've been we've had we've been <laughs> since since the early nineties with Lemieux. We've been at least you know competitive. Right. So it's like, all right, dude, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Seattle's not doing nothing. Uh, we're, I mean, like we always have, we'll cover it when it comes out, but we, we really don't have any news for you. Uh, they, they've been pretty quiet on this front, frustratingly so. And uh, I, I honestly wouldn't, I don't, I would expect something to come out around the draft. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, though, we say, I mean, we say that every time there's any sort of a cornerstone in the NHL season. So, yeah. Um, so let's move on. Uh, this is going to be just like a big all encompassing topic. I mean, talking about COVID-19 the the we, we picked this time to come back now because we actually have something to talk about now with a playoff format. Uh, so as of yesterday, uh, May 22nd, the NHLPA uh, approved the 24 team proposed playoff format. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm going to say, I don't hate it. Um, so for those who are unfamiliar, uh, you could, I think we posted the bracket on our Facebook page and maybe even on our Twitter. On t- both, yep. Okay, so right, basically in this, uh, to make it fair for the teams that were on the bubble that were not in the playoff, or not in the playoffs when the stop happened, uh, all the bubble teams will be allowed to like basically have this not a round robin tournament, but like a like play in series to get into the playoffs. Yes, and I I, th- I think that you and I talked about this off the air like a few days ago. I think this was the smartest way to do it because it's I mean it's no it's not going to be incredibly fair. You know, like yeah, teams that yeah. were probably not going to make the playoffs like Chicago, the Rangers. Eh, Rangers were making a push toward the end, but true. You know, there are some teams here that probably shouldn't be in the playoffs, and then there are some team. There's one team in particular that's kind of getting screwed over on all of this, and we'll 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 address it in a second. But mm-hmm. uh, so to lay it out, uh, the play-in rounds, uh, it's all conference based, which we'll get into that too. I'm really excited that they went to the conference format instead of a division one. Uh, but right now, so they took it uh, 24 team playoff format. The, the the play in rounds at the moment this is going to be a topic of debate but five uh, a, a five game series to get into the playoffs the top four teams in each conference are already in so that's Boston Tampa Washington Philly in the East St Louis Colorado Vegas and Dallas in the West so everything who everyone who's not that has to have a play in series to get into the playoffs. Yes. And how that seeds right now in the East that eight, so eight versus nine, Toronto versus Columbus, five versus twelve, Pittsburgh versus Montreal, seven versus ten, Islanders and Florida, six versus eleven, Hurricanes and Rangers. Let's let's start in the East here. Okay. And talk about this a little bit. So the first topic of discussion. Let, let's not even get into like predicting who's going to win those so right now as of it right now the the nhl wants it to be bracketed so for example whoever wins the toronto columbus series regardless of who wins in the other series there would be no reseeding whoever wins that series will play 
the number one seed in the conference, which would be the Boston Bruins, hilariously enough. What what do you what are your thoughts on this? Do you like the bracketed version, like where it's set in stone who they're gonna play, or would you would you rather reseed? The players want to reseed. I it's it's all fucked up right now. Right? Sure, absolutely. So I mean, for me, I think what makes it the most fair. Um, I, I I am actually with the players on this. Um, I do like the reseed. You know, if you have Montreal that pulls off an incredible victory against Pittsburgh. Oh, don't um, say that. You just you just fucking had all of our Penguins fans we'll shit get their to pants that in a second. God damn it, <laughs> Carey Price, uh, three straight games of shutouts. No big deal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and so at that point, I think I, I think it's only fair that. You know, at that point, Montreal comes through and plays Boston. Um, this this is something to me, though. I can go either way. Look, you're an NHL team. We're all starting at ground zero. Um, yeah, that's a little bit of a pandemic reference, but um, right. And look, if if you if you find that unfair, um, if if you know the way they have it set up right now, Pittsburgh versus Montreal plays number four Philly is is what I'm reading, right? Yep. Um, if you find that unfair, you know, you probably didn't deserve to be in this. You know, like, I, I don't know if there's a good way to put this, but, like, you just, you can't complain, right? I mean, we're finishing off a season that's just weird in general. Um, you know, if you're if you're Boston, you're playing 8 versus 9, I mean, you know, you, you should be good enough to beat those teams. Sure. Right? I mean, it, it's just, you know, the, the top four really proved to us during the regular season up until that point that they should be the top four, right? I mean, that's minus uh, one we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I'm I personally for the reseeding. Me too. Uh, but if it if it goes the other way, you know, I, I don't think... It's not going to ruin... And it's what, I like ab- what I like about this is, I, for the most part, I feel like the integrity of the playoffs is still here. Like, obviously, it's right. not the same. But after the... Like, the NHL is allowing all the bubble teams, you know, so no one can bitch. You know, right. they can't say, oh, you know, I was only two points out of a playoff spot, and I, with 12 games, I could have made it. Like, none of that can be said. Like, they're getting their opportunity to get in. So, and then after that initial, whatever this is called, I don't know if it's, like, a regular season playoff, you know, like a play-in game for the play. I don't know how they're going to phrase it, but... I just uh, like I like a wild card. That's yeah. After the kind of like the like an MLB. Right? After the play in round, once they get go. once they get in, it's a sixteen team playoff, right? And I I mean, I I've always wanted them to reseed. Like I, I get furious that they don't do it in the current wild card situation. Right. So I mean. And I understand why the NHL likes to bracket. The NHL likes to do that because they can market brackets. With a with a reseed, you can't do that because you don't know because you, your matchups aren't predetermined. Right. Like they like being able to be like the NCAA and fill out your brackets and like that's fu- I I get it. And as somebody who it enjoys filling out the brackets, yes, that is fun. But right, I it is not like. It makes sense to have a reseed. Like, if you are the Montreal Canadiens, you pull up an up- upset against the Penguins. I, it, you shouldn't be rewarded by playing Philly. Yeah, you right. should play Boston. Right. Like, it should be, like, you You got in by the skin of your teeth. You, should, you deserve the hardest path to the cup. 
and I think I think the the benefit that we have for looking at it like it the like for it to go that direction, right? I mean, we're basically looking at you know we have a whole new setup, we have this entire chance to do this, but is Montreal better than any of the teams that were you know six versus eleven, seven versus ten, eight versus no. nine? No, no, in fact, right? I would. I mean, we're all starting at ground zero. In fact, so, I would I mean, argue that no Montreal way. is the worst team that made it into the playoffs in either conference. Yeah, I, 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 as I stare at this fair. right now, I, I'm now that I'm like actually analyzing it. Yes, I, I stand by that statement. Yeah, they are the worst yeah. team that made the. They de- in my they do not deserve to make the playoffs. They just don't, and they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> And they weren't going to. Exactly. So, I mean, they're very lucky to be where they are right now. Uh, I get it. I mean, probably from a, you know, an NHL PR perspective, you get one of your biggest markets into the playoffs. I I get that to a degree. Um, But that being said, uh, no, they don't deserve to be there. And Penguins fans, you can fucking chill. Okay. It's there's, there's no way if you lose to Montreal, you deserve to lose. Like, right. It's just your health. Your healthy. Your healthy lineup versus a healthy Montreal lineup. You should walk that. If we do a five-game series, it should be three-zero. If, you, if sure. it's a seven-game series, it should be four-zero. Sure. If it's not, sorry, your team just botched it. Right. right? Your you, team fucked it up. I mean, there's there's no complaints there. Right. It just you can't complain. Exactly. So point. you you mentioned that. So one of the topics of discussion. So even though the 2014 playoff format has been approved, some of the some of the you know. The, the, the factors of it are still up in the air. So we talked about the reseeding. Uh, length of the play-in series is also up in the air. So right now it's currently set at a five-game series. It sounds like the NHL, or the players, want a seven-game series. Do you want my opinion on that? Yes, I do. Seven games. Come on. There's, why are we fucking around with this? Yeah. Hockey is seven games. Yep, I agree. Yep, no, I mean, it's, there's no arbitrary reason to just change it to five. Mm-hmm. The only thing, the only complaint that I have with seven, um, and and you and I have talked about this. We, I think, we'll probably get to it here in a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't want it to fuck up next season too much, right? Yep. I don't want. I, I only want us to be set back maybe, you know, a month tops, right? Uh, right. Because you have to have a little bit of an off season. You have to have that kind of shit. Uh, so that's that's probably my only complaint with seven games. But I I'm always going to be a, you know, we're a seven game sport right right? that's always i mean it's the hardest it is the hardest championship to win right and that's just part of it i mean that's maybe that maybe just call me you know traditional but that just makes sense traditional yeah there you go um so let's i i I did write down cities but let's we can get to the because that's kind of a separate issue um let's move on to we're still not going to analyze the matchups just yet i want to talk about winners and losers of this playoff format yeah so um and this kind of intertwines with what you wanted to talk about one of the toss-ups of so the eastern conference so that the top four teams that made it they are as of right now supposed to play each other for seeding yeah so technically it wouldn't be so maybe boston doesn't win out and they don't have to play it i don't i don't like this i think it should be how it is currently i think boston was number one they deserve to be number one tampa two washington three but it should be the top four teams in the conference i don't i don't like them playing each other for c it just unless the players want that like unless the players are like well 
we don't like that we're just not do like the four team those those top eight teams they're like well we're just sitting around picking our asses while the other teams are mm-hmm. playing it out like we want a, ra- a warm up round too in that case okay fine if they want it great but i just don't i just don't think it's it's not worth because then you know why what was the point of you taking you know the president's trophy or whatever yeah I, so i i agree with not doing the reseeding for that um i however i if i'm talking from a hockey player perspective you bet your ass i want to do a three at least a three game series right or at least at least playing and i don't think that's been revealed yet if they're gonna if they're thinking about doing something like that so so it's so on this playoff format by sport uh sportsnet it says yeah uh eastern and western conference top four teams to play for seeding it it, that the structure of that doesn't I don't know, like, is it round robin? Is it one verse four currently? Like, I don't, that hasn't, I haven't heard much about that. I've heard a couple different things. Okay. Um, so I've, I've heard a three-game series, like a three-game series between them all, um, which I don't know how you do that, right? I guess one one plays four, they have a three-game series, and then winner of that plays two, three, three-game series, right? Okay. Um, which could, you know, which should, in theory, keep them... Um, you know, right around the same timeline as the, uh, what do we call these, wild card play-ins, uh-huh. whatever. Uh, so it kind of keeps them right along that same timeline. Um, but, yeah, I think the reseeding thing, um, so for me, I mean, it, it if we were to reseed, especially one through four, I think it just, we just wasted, what, 70 70 Right, you're games? basically completely ruling out anything that happened in the play, in the season. Exactly. Um, and I, I, that's what I'm concerned about. Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, like Boston, does Boston deserve to be number one? Um, you know, in my opinion, oh yeah, you know, right. I mean, and, and just because they come out a little bit more cold and then they fall down to number four, I I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily fair. Um, you know, but I mean, at the same time, right, we're starting at ground zero to an extent, right? So, you know, maybe that's the direction we go, but I, I don't like that. I do like them playing games, though. I don't think it's fair. Um, you know, even a team that sweeps, you know, one one sweeps eight in a normal playoff format, uh, you know, they have a little bit of time to sit around, you know, maybe a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- there's a chance that they could be sitting around for two weeks plus our COVID time, right? So I, I, I like them playing. Um, maybe you do, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you even make something uh, like... I think they do on the east coast their boss like the massachusetts area they do like the bean pot right or something like that where it's right. just like a mid-season um you know and there would never be another winner right i mean you know maybe you play for that and um you know that's all fun and games but then st louis is still number one you know i don't know uh but i i think the reseeding of one through four is is worse than the reseeding of you know five plays 12 and 12 wins uh you know they should be playing one so um yeah, I, I they need to play games, but yeah, one through four I think needs to stick around. Okay, yeah, so I, I just go through Pierre Lebrun, which basically ever, is everyone's insider to the NHL. Um, uh, he Mine's said it, Greg. What's that? Mine's Greg. Oh, Greg Wyshynski? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good old Greg. I, I just... Greg it all my info. I, as somebody who genuinely, like, I just wish he would shut his fucking mouth about politics. Because when he talks about hockey, I, I don't... Like even when I disagree with him, it's like a it's like a professional disagreement. Where like I still right. I still like listen to Puck Soup and enjoy it. 
Like I can I can sit there and like have a you know you have that argument with yourself in the car even though he's talking, right? Uh, like I enjoy that. I just wish you would shut the fuck up about politics. Like he's talking about the Ali, uh, Akeem Aline or Aline McKean, uh-huh. whatever that whole yeah, shit yeah. that came out recently, and then it's just another like, like it's not he just completely walks over of like oh yeah hockey racism is still just alive and well in in hockey. <laughs> it's like dude, you don't fuck. Did you ever play hockey? Like alive and well in hockey in my house. Yeah, he's he's just the biggest. Like I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Is I, is does racism exist in hockey? Yeah, it exists everywhere, in right. some I, small form. But right. just the point, like the idea, of thinking that racism is just it, it just dictates every level of the game, and it's just so widespread. It's just fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's just it's he just doesn't know. Yeah. Right. So I mean. But here's here's the question that comes out of our discussion of Greg every time. Mm. Do we get him on the podcast? I mean, I'd love to have him on. That way we have all of our I'd love to have him on. I love his ta- right I love his takes. Him. You know, like even when I disagree with them, it's at least professional kind of thing. Like yeah. even when I were, when I was giving him giving it to him with the Columbus shit. Like I mean, yeah. he was totally wrong. He was an idiot about it, but you know, that's it's, it's the same way of like why I don't like Pierre uh, not LeBron, the other one. <laughs> the guy that uh, the guy that uh, probably oh Pierre's like the worst guy to have during COVID nineteen because he does not know what six feet of distance looks like. Oh God, he's like <laughs> he's like somehow still able to touch your arm awkwardly through the camera. <laughs> just, see, just, just this is like this is like been the hardest. Uh, Pierre's just like fucking like he's having an aneurysm because he just can't. <laughs> It's like, dude, you have to stay six feet away from me. I, I, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, wonder how many times he's been punched in the face during COVID because he's just gotten Ugh. within the six feet radius. Dude, stay back. Get away from me. Uh, goodness, it's great. Anyway, okay, going back to going back to the playoff format. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're talking about. Uh, let's talk about winners and losers of the playoff format. So yeah. right now, I. Uh, Obviously, I mean, if you're an NHL fan, you know that there's just no way that everyone's going to win on this. You know, even with, like, <laughs> you know, in the early days, the extreme of, like, a 30-team, 31-team playoff, like, even my poor Red Wings were excluded from a 30-team playoff format. But, um, <laughs> and, and, so my ducks, so, and so they should. So, um, but looking at this right now, so, I, uh, and we talked about it earlier in the podcast, they went with a conference format instead of a division format meaning Mm -hmm. that they took the top four so like for the top four teams they went with the top four teams in the conference not the top two teams in each division right so while that works out both for the eastern conference it doesn't work for the west so in the west you've got three teams from the central and only one from the pacific whereas in the in the east you've got two and two two from the metro two from the atlantic why does this matter? Well, the Edmonton Oilers, who were second in the division of the Pacific, are now, who had like a 90% chance of making the playoffs, now only have, I mean, okay, they're playing the Chicago Blackhawks, so, I mean, so, okay, same with the Edmonton, uh, same with the Pittsburgh fans here, Edmonton, you need to chill the fuck out, like, getting past the Blackhawks is not, they were sellers at the deadline, they're just, if you lose, to, again, if you lose to the Blackhawks, 
you deserve it. Like, <laughs> I mean, the Blackhawks, are they as bad as the Montreal Canadiens in this situation? No, but you should be, you should be, be better than the Blackhawks. Okay. Blackhawks are one point better than the Montreal Canadiens. Right. Like, don't, it's just, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't complain. You should easily walk through the Chicago Blackhawks. And if you don't, then you, you need to, there needs to be some internal structure here. Okay. What I don't like about this internal restructure, like, rather, we're just we're just basically trying to find a reason to complain at this point, right? So I mean, look, your team at eighty three points should beat a team at seventy two points. Um, it's not like Chicago was, you know, just having an off year. We we knew this was going to happen. No, Chicago. So I mean, this isn't. They were sellers at the deadline. They're in a rebuild exactly. year, and I, there's there was. I mean. They know as well as everybody else that they wouldn't have made the playoffs. Like, yeah, okay, they were one of those bubble teams that if they went on a run and just somebody completely tanked, then sure, maybe they could have made a push and grabbed one of the wild card spots. But more more, more likely than not, they would have missed the playoffs. They know it. Yeah. Everyone else knows it. They're, lucky. they're happy to be where they're at currently, okay? That being said, just just win the series and move on. Like, Yes, it sucks that you're not in the top four, but get over it. If you if you wanted to be in the top four, have a better fucking record. I honestly think it's, I, I mean, you know, yes, you have to play potentially extra games and all this crap, right? But look, I mean, you're, there's a good chance that you're going to come in hot and you're going to end up playing the way it's currently set up or has, you know, was proposed originally. Right. You're going to come in and you're going to play Dallas. And who's going to have the chip on their shoulder? You know Edmonton. That's if they the don't reseed. If they don't recede, right? Um, the, I I do see Edmonton's point though. Uh, so the thing the thing for me, uh, so the reason that they didn't make it in, right? I don't know if it has too much to play with divisions. Um, so looking at the conference, right? They're one point ahead of Dallas, but Dallas had two games in hand, right? Right. So essentially, the NHL is saying, well, look, you know, their your points per game played is lower than theirs, right? So that they make it in, and it might have right? went. So, I mean, it might have went with their row. Uh, their right. Right. Yeah, their points percentage kind of thing. So yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I agree. I think, but to that note, you're right. Edmund, Edmonton of all of the 24 teams that are in the playoffs, they are the losers. Like it's that... it sucks, but again, this is not baseball. Like it, this right. is hockey. If you're the best team, you'll win. Ooh, you getting a phone call? Yeah, I know. It's t- it's messing up my freaking my recording here i can hear it i can hear it in my in my brain you know what uh that's just my personal trainer oh um yeah i'm getting yoked (laughs) Uh, six feet distance though fair enough Uh, she yells at me from afar oh okay okay um but yeah yeah so i I, I agree are the oilers like one of the biggest there are they the ones that got gypped the most in this yes but look if you're a good team it's it's not going to hold you back. True. Like and there's True. there's no one that's getting screwed over so much to the point where like, you know, I I don't I don't hear any complaining from like Buffalo fans who, you know, didn't make the cut by one point, you know, like, oh, you know, we, oh, this is bullshit. No, I I don't I hear like zero Buffalo fans saying that they should be involved in this. Because Buffalo needs a top 5 draft pick. Right, exactly. <laughs> So, and, the, and we'll talk about, I mean, I don't, we'll hit on the draft a little bit in this episode, but honestly, there's just so many unknowns with it right now. 
it's, yeah, way too many. It's it's kind of not worth talking about at the moment. But so what is in stone right now is these is these matchups, and I love that because it allows us the opportunity to actually actually kind of like look at everything. Um, uh, oh, so we're still on winners and losers. So Edmonton, obviously one of the losers. Uh, winners are, I mean, teams that wouldn't have made the playoffs without this, um, or at right. least had a shot. So like New York, who. To be fair, were was on a run there at the end and could have made a push. Yeah. Um. Uh. Florida, you know, who was at, I mean, this is lucky for them. They were they were petering out. Yep. Uh. Obviously, Montreal. Like, I mean, if they're if they're like if there's any T-shirt that says "Just happy to be here," like it's Montreal. Oh shit, Montreal for this for the cup this year. Sure, absolutely, and uh, <laughs> and Toronto. Uh, I mean, Columbus, I, I feel like they would have made a push. Uh, so, you know, that's it's not they're huge. They're not huge winners or losers. But I feel like Toronto should be happy because their first round, they might be able to win a first round and not have to play the fucking Lightning or the Bruins. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. pretty good for them. Yeah, I think it, my winners are, are people who, yeah, I mean, you can look at Montreal. You can look at Chicago with their points, right? Yep. Uh, my my biggest winners are, guy, are, are teams that were sliding big time yeah like you already talked about florida um, islanders I mean, islanders were sliding big time yeah. that for me i think you know looking at the east islanders definitely won out because you know yes they could have they could have turned it on and they would have been fine right but i mean their their last 10 right before they were just in a free fall another you know? one and is so, another one in that category the preds yeah preds um I, yeah and you know, Preds don't have an easy first round matchup. That's gonna be it's gonna be a little tricky for them. That's but. gonna yeah, I'm I'm excited to get to that matchup. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean I think you know the only thing that I that I I'm gonna miss with this format, uh, because we're not doing the last, you know, ten, twelve games of the regular season, um, you just you have teams that come out of absolute nowhere and that's what we're gonna miss, um, with with all this stuff. I mean you know, you could you could say a team like Chicago, right? They could they could realistically come out of nowhere, right? But you don't have that like build up sure. to it. It's hockey. Um, I mean, there's parity. Like, right. could is it very possible that the Blackhawks just like Kaner just fucking puts on a clinic and and embarrasses the Oilers? Totally. Uh, one yeah. because you know that 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 talent is there. A and B, it is the Edmonton Oilers. True. You know, like I mean, there's no track record here of them being solid. Like. Edmonton has had what one playoff appearance in the last like five six years, and they lost in the first round. I, I think it was to the Ducks yeah. or something. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I'd have to look that up too. But they don't. They, Connor McDavid's only made the playoffs like once. Yeah, and and they lost in the first round to whomever. Oh, I can't. I just I just watched. Um, it was the Ducks. I I I don't, I, I don't know if the five and six is is right we'll have to we'll have to fact check that okay. but um ducks yeah i just watched the highlights from edmonton was up three rip with like five minutes left to go in the game and lost four three in ot Ugh. oh it's a beautiful game for be a ducks fan yeah yeah i remember i think i remember watching it uh yeah. okay so um yeah winners obviously teams that i mean even uh i think there's a huge i mean like a big sigh of relief for uh vancouver and minnesota yeah, I would I would throw Coyotes in there too. Yeah, well, I mean the Coyotes were more like, I think yeah, expectations were a little higher. Whereas like Vancouver and Minnesota, they were like genuine bubble teams that were just trying to like 
barely get across the line and they both made it so yeah they're pretty happy about that um okay let's let's go matchups let's let's get to the fun part okay uh when you want to start let's start in the west we'll start in the west because we've been talking about east a lot um playing round uh eighth seed versus ninth seed calgary flames winnipeg jets this is gonna be a good fucking series well we always say that with the you know the four or five and that kind of shit you never know right i mean could be just a blowout but um yeah i'm with you i think this is gonna be a good one because calgary calgary was kind of i mean they weren't playing solid hockey toward the end there and and winnipeg was on the up and up but i would say like roster wise calgary is the better team so right. yeah, this is a five-four matchup. Technically speaking, you're right. That's a good. That's a good example of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, obviously with the the amount of t- the downtime and everything, like you know, there's 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 uh, immeasurable factors here that there's just no uh, intangibles that might affect this. But uh, j- just basing it off of you know how the teams were, the the makeup of the rosters and that kind of thing, uh, I, I think I think Calgary squeaks this one out. Yeah, I unfortunately agree with you there. Yeah, I, um, it'll be close. I, I, I mean, if it's a five-game series, might might go to five games. Uh, if, yeah. if it's a seven-game, I would say six or seven. Yeah, I, the only reason I don't like Winnipeg over Calgary, um, I, I think I think their D is a little suspect. Whereas Calgary has decent D. You get either Riddick or Talbot to get hot. Um, they can be just as good of a goalie potentially as as uh, Hellebuck in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I think Calgary squeaks it by, but this is more of a this is more of a freaking drudge match than, um, you know, I think even some four fives normally are. Yep. So I think you know, so nope, agreed. That'd be, that's a good series. Okay, um, Oilers and Blackhawks. Uh, as much as we just talk some shit, I I think the Oilers take this easily. Yeah. Um, if it's a if it's a five game series, I've got them in. I mean, they'll just sweep it three zero or maybe three one. Uh, yeah, I I mean it's there's just this Blackhawks team. They were sellers at the deadline. There's just not enough here to to. I Edmonton Edmonton has a decent, solid, all well-rounded team at the moment. Um, they've got enough firepower up front to make up for some of their lackluster stuff in goal and on the blue line. Uh, whereas yep. Chica- whereas Chicago Chicago's just a arguably a two-line team. I mean, realistically, a one-line team. Uh, the defense is depleted. They traded. They didn't they trade Gustafsson? I uh, oh, I don't remember. I know they got rid of Leonard, right? But they got rid of Leonard, and I, I could have swore they, they traded Gustafsson too. What's his name? Eric Gustafsson. Yeah. God, that was. It seems so long ago. It was. This uh, is how rusty. This is how rusty we are. Uh, currently playing for the Calgary Flames. There you go. Yep, there you go. Okay, so he was traded. Oh yeah, Calgary takes that one then for sure. Yeah, they'll take that for sure. Um, no, I just don't. I, it's Corey Crawford with a backup of Malcolm Subban. That's that too. That Oof. that that. There's just there's just no way. Chicago yeah. might get a game here, but uh, I don't I don't see that. I don't see an upset uh, happening here. Oilers are Oilers are walk this. Yeah, I think Kaner and Taves steal one game at least. Um, but yeah, I think you know going through both teams. I think you know. Forward wise, Edmonton has a slight edge. Defense wise, Edmonton has a, a pretty decent edge. Um, I think tendies is where you know we can kind of make the comparable between the two. But yeah, I think Edmonton's got them. Yeah. Uh, so five game series, I would say three one. 
Uh, seven game series, I would say four one. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Vancouver, Minnesota, the a, a battle of the boring. I uh, <laughs> nice. I mean, not boring in playing styles. It's just more like their like their fan bases. Uh huh. <laughs> I, I sorry. It's just there's just like Minnesota and Vancouver. The, like their fan bases in vancouver minnesota are strong but they're just not popular outside of those areas that's probably fair. like i mean vancouver i would you know between vancouver and winnipeg you could argue they're the smallest canadian markets yeah probably you know calgary is all of alberta edmonton you know calgary and alberta they split that you know you could and then between them they also are battle over bc um Winnipeg is just a small town in general, but uh, the smart play is to take Minnesota, but I'm going to go with Vancouver on this one. Okay. Uh, because okay. I, I think that there's enough. They're just, there's a lot more offensive firepower. I'm going to go with, I don't normally go with this. I usually go the safe route with like the veterans and that would, that would go with Minnesota. But I think, I think there's a lot of young energy here on Vancouver that they, they, they might make this series interesting. Markstrom, Markstrom is finally health. You know, if Markstrom's healthy, uh, that adds some help there. Uh, I, I could see this. You got Alex Edler. You got a, you got a healthy Vancouver Canucks team. I think they could squeak it out against the dull as dirt Minnesota wild. Um, yeah. I, so, I mean, this is just your classic, Young guys with no experience in Vancouver versus the, the old savvy vets that have some some playoff experience, um, but not a lot of success. But not a lot of success, right? Um, yeah. So for me, I I actually like I like Vancouver as a team better than Minnesota. I think they're just they're built to the new NHL, anyways. Agreed. Um, and you know, I think I think we really see it's you know it'll be a little tricky. It's it's very difficult to to plan this. You know. Uh, guess on this stuff right now because because we don't know who's going to come out flat-footed you know sure. i mean uh but yeah i'm i uh again i agree with you i think vancouver vancouver just has they have that young speed um you know quinn hughes can take over a game don't forget about you know tyler myers is a solid defensive defenseman um you know and then and then they do have two pretty decent goalies there whereas you know i think they match up to minnesota pretty well but i think that speed and that youth uh ends up you know, pulling it off, but this this one to me, I think this is another. I I don't know if it's quite going to be as fun of a series to watch as eight nine uh, Calgary Winnipeg, but I think I think we're going to see a similar result. It'll we're be entertaining. It go, it'll be entertaining for line, sure. You know, so yeah, it'll be good. So I but I, I Vancouver. Yeah. I'm going to take Vancouver in a five game series. I'm going to take them. Who I I want to say five games. I'm going to say five games. I'm going to yeah. say 3-2. I'm going to say 3-2, and if it's a seven-game series, I'm going to say they take it 4-2. Uh, I, yeah, I'm completely with you. All right. It bugs me a little bit. It bugs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to, ooh, the battle, uh, the battle of the boring uh, with the I, on ice teams. Yep. Uh, can't wait to watch a seven-game series of 0-1 games between the Nashville Predators and the Phoenix Coyotes. Arizona Coyotes. Same here. Cannot wait to see ga- 2-1 games, 1-0 games. It's going to be real, real fucking exciting. 
It's going to be a five-game series with five goals or a seven-game series with seven God, goals. If there, uh, it, we, we know very little, but uh, if there's any gambling advice right now, bet the under on every single one of these fucking games. <laughs> uh, it's 2.5. Yep, you better believe it. Yeah, that's there will be 2.5. Yeah, average goals a game will be 2.5. You will always bet under four goals, and that's some easy money right there. That's right. Um. Uh, I, I'm going to go with, uh, oof, this is with a totally healthy Coyotes team. I honestly like the Coyotes in this series. If, if like Auntie Ranta's still hurt or if Coyotes are still dealing with the, the other injuries that they had before, um, then yeah, this, uh, I think the Preds might squeak this one out. But, uh, if you've got a health, if you've got a healthy Coyotes team, I honestly think the Coyotes take this one. Yeah, so I'm going to actually just... I'm going to go against you just for the shits and gigs. Perfect. Okay, um, good. This is, this is what I do with the commish.ag as well. Um, I I like to bet against the Coyotes so that when they win, uh, you know, everybody in Phoenix is happy, and then that makes me happy too, so whatever. Perfect. Um, Nashville, Nashville's just been there before, right? So, uh, and it, it, they're still a pretty young, fresh team. Um, I am concerned... There's no of, identity. Of, there's no f- designated yeah. first line. Yeah, but I think their I best think center that... is Matt Duchesne, and I'm sorry. I think I think the day has come where we have to all finally collectively admit that Matt Duchesne's very overrated. <laughs> nah, dude. Like he's not. He's not a top line center. He just isn't. All right. I, stop. Stop trying to. What's that meme? Stop trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but I think I think he has enough offensive skill that his other two in Forsberg and Arvidsson can just carry. All right, so I I think of you know I I would take Arvidsson over Kessel. I would take uh, Forsberg. No, I would take Hall over Forsberg. Um, yeah, so this is just me playing devil's advocate because I sure. I deep down do think Arizona's going to take it. But okay. uh, Nashville's blue line I think is is something that is a big factor in this. I know Arizona is very good at limiting shots, and they you know, but I think Kemper. Um, especially has been able to kind of hide some of their weaknesses on D. Um, and so, you know... Would Ranta come it, back? What do you mean? Like, it, it, what, wasn't he hurt before? This, the, well, so, the uh, la- yeah, Kemper had just come back. Okay. Um, so he that's had, a I think great duo. Like, like, if you've got Ranta games. and Kemper healthy, that's a great yeah. fucking duo. Because right now, the Nashville goalies are fucking horrible. Yeah, and that's and that's that's where Nashville gets beat. I think. I think everything else is very very close to even. Um, Arizona has two starting good goalies, right? Um, but you know, to play devil's advocate, Arizona just they cover up some. They cover up quite a few mistakes, uh, and that's why we saw Arizona start to drop off during the regular season. Sure, is because the goalies were just covering up a lot of the mistakes that were going on. Um, but. You know, so then, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll take Nashville just because I think I think they have a little bit more of that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know, if, if for some reason Pekka can stand on his head, if that's where you go, I personally would go with Saros. I mean, I think you know we're looking at a you know no matter who wins it, right? Someone everybody's gonna go out. Oh, you know, it's the lockout year, right? It, it's a asterisk on it, right? Um, you know, and so I think you you get that your quote unquote goalie of the future that playoff time. So. Um, you know, if that's the way that they go, you know that's that can only benefit them. But yeah, I'll take Nashville just to just because I think it is 
it's a pretty even series. Okay. I want to hit on that real quick, the the whole asterisk argument, because Uh while, yes, it is not the same playoff format as a normal season, I, I take, like, asterisk implies that, like, the team that wins had an unfair advantage. Like, like you put an asterisk next to Babe Ruth's name, you know what I mean? Or Barry, or Barry Bonds' name. Like, you don't, but asterisk, like, implies that it, they had an unfair advantage to win, whereas in my mind, like, an asterisk doesn't, like, everybody, yes, is it a different playoff format? Yes. Is it, but it's fair. Like, it's not like one team has an unfair advantage over another one. Right, but do you think that's going to stop folks from complaining that their team lost? No. Yeah, I mean, I I completely agree. There's there's no way we're all, like like we've said num- numerous times we're all starting at the same level here. So you know, no matter what happened, we've all had three months off. This is essentially a new season to an extent, right? Everyone should have their guys healthy. There's no excuse. This is this is the dream playoff for all 31 teams, right? Where you're saying at the beginning of this year, this is the team I put together to go win the Stanley Cup. Everyone has that. You you don't have an excuse. So, yeah, I'm with you. I don't think the asterisk is a good example, but it will be brought up and it will be an excuse of anybody except for first place. Yeah, I don't it's it's like those arguments of like those those few people who think like the the uh the lockout years don't count like the half seasons like Right. No, like that it totally counts. Like I mean they <laughs> yeah, they played half as many games, but everybody played the same number of games. There was it's there's no unfair advantage to the Blackhawks who won during the lockout year. Everybody played the same number of games and played the same number of teams under the same rules. Yeah. Like yes, are they different rules than normal? Yes, but there's still everybody it's it's not no one has one f- unfair advantage over another person. I completely agree. So I while I yes, I can we can still we can acknowledge that it's different rules, but it's not like the Stanley Cup doesn't count. I just don't. I just don't buy it. Like asterisk to me implies like the team who won had an unfair advantage or cheated or something like that. Like Barry Bonds, you know that you know all his championships because of steroids. Uh, Houston or, Astros, t- two thousand eighteen. There you go. Yeah, there you go. That's an asterisk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. I, I'd like to go more into it, but because we just don't know, we just don't know like who's going to play who after that. Yeah, because even even if they don't reseed, technically speaking, under this current format, the top four teams are going to play each other for seeding. So we don't even True. know who the number three seed is, technically speaking. True. Um, so let's jump into that Eastern. Yep. and See what happens. Let's go to the East. So playing round, uh, Maple Leafs versus Columbus. I love this series. I think it's going to be very entertaining when Columbus beats them. And. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, it's actually going to be a very close series. Uh, it's honestly, like on paper, Toronto's got this in the bag. But again, we've had three months off where a very, very, very banged up Columbus team was playing pretty well before the break. If they get even half the guys they had hurt back, this could be interesting. Yeah, I, uh, I think if... Columbus lets Toronto make it a down and back, down and back kind of game, they're fucked. Agreed. Right? If Columbus can play the shutdown, if they can get the kind of goaltending that they did from Merce Lickens, the only the only the only problem that I have with Well, Columbus and they had Corpy bit, like Corp 
Corpusall came back toward Cor- the end yeah. of that, and he was playing good fucking hockey. Like yeah. he didn't skip a beat. So they've yeah, got think- they've got a great goalie duo, which I mean, you know, in a in an eighty two game season, is Frederick Anderson better than? Well, fuck. I was about to say Freddie Anderson's better in an eighty two game season, but honestly, now I kind of think Corpusall is a better goalie than him. You're, you hate Frederick Anderson. I I don't hate him. I just think he's way overrated. Like, he's an average goaltender, whereas Corpus... Yes, Freddie Anderson has more seasons in the league than Corpus Allo, But... So I understand, like, the comparison's not exactly fair. But Corpus Allo, Like, yeah, he's only played one season or two seasons, but they've both been really fucking solid. Like, I guarantee... Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. His season stats versus Freddie Anderson's. I guarantee you Corpy is got higher stats. And I I wouldn't be surprised, but we're gonna just we're gonna go into our age old discussion. It's it's not just talent, right? I mean, yes, that definitely helps. A sure. team like Columbus, the way that they have even survived it's, this season, it's grit and is, finesse, man. Is their it's it's their system though? Yeah, it's it's a hundred percent their system. I'm not saying Corpusall is a bad goalie, um, but as of last year, he was a bad goalie. He is. He was not a good goalie last year. He, he was, had a sub nine hundred. Yeah. He wasn't any good. So the system. He was a backup. This year, he was a backup to. Yeah. Okay. But but you're playing less games. That's fair. Right? So I would I would say that's that's even you know you should have even better numbers. Um. But I, I mean you know not not taking too much away from him. But yeah, I mean their system plays into that, and I think as long as Columbus stays to their system, this is going to be a closer matchup than I mean I think anyone in Toronto wants to admit. I think uh, you know anyone around the league that looks and they go, oh, it's you know it's Columbus, right? Everybody had them shit at the beginning of the so year. So they're damn near I'm... the same. Uh, Freddie and I mean, okay, so the it's really not a fair comparison because Corpusell has played half as many games, but mm. um, Freddie Anderson's got a nine oh nine save percentage and a two point eight five GAA. Uh-huh. Corpusello, in about half as many games, play has a. Nine oh nine and a two uh, two point six two. Okay, so damn near identical, but yeah, but Corpusolo has played half as many games because he's been hurt. Yeah, and and was behind Bobrovsky for what two years? Oh no, I was just talking about this year. Oh okay. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I, look. Hold on, I'm yes, gonna even look up. I, uh, I'm gonna even look up Merz Lincoln's just because. Just for fun, yeah. that guy's a that guy's a beast, though. So I I, I honestly I personally think Mersley gets comes in and he's the goalie. Um, they they you know they've been they they know in Columbus that that's the the goalie of the future. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Toronto just has too much firepower. I think you know you you put forty plus shots a game onto onto someone like that and say a Mers Lincoln's Mers Lincoln's played 33 games he has a 0.923 save percentage. Yeah, I mean I look he's he's not a bad goalie. Oh. I, mean, I mean, you know, he's he's good. He is good. Um system helps, but yeah, he's I mean that's a good goalie and um you know, if Columbus can play that shutdown like they've been doing, um yeah, I I don't I don't think they uh are getting enough credit but if they let I in still... uh i wonder who god their secret weapon if they just pull up their zamboni goalie or, or their zamboni driver yeah i mean that's that's toronto's achilles heel yeah they they that's what that's 
Yeah, or they bring in, you know, trade for a guy like Scott Foster. Everybody just, um, every time, every time, like the whole league just like trolls Toronto every time they play him. They just, for that one night, they just bring in some random fucking guy off the street. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, but to, to finish this up, I, I do think Toronto takes it, but I think it's going to be a very close series. So I think it goes 3-2 or 4-3. I think this is a game seven that we can see. Okay, um, I, I quietly... I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like you on the last one with Arizona, and I'm gonna take Columbus to disagree with you, and just to uh-huh. say to call this is my upset. But yeah, you're you're definitely right. Toronto does have the overall advantage, um, and I I think that's eventual. But I'm gonna I'm gonna for the record, I will put Columbus for an upset. I honestly would like Toronto more if they were the number nine, and we knew that they were gonna ha- not have home ice advantage. And and because to be fair, I will I will, <laughs> and I almost quietly, even though I mean Columbus is my you know my dad's favorite team, so I I kind of have a little bit of uh, bias toward them. But uh, I would love Toronto to win because if they don't if they don't do that stupid re- uh, that play uh, the reseeding for the top four teams, I feel like people are going to be confused. So there's reseeding for like. Uh, so like instead of right instead of it being predetermined they'll like yeah they'll reseed after that and then there's also a like a four team reseeding of like the top four teams when they play against each other so there's two two different versions here um so you could be pro pro, you could be pro reseeding but also against reseeding sure exactly okay um so like i don't i like reseeding based on the play-in games, but I don't like reseeding for the top four teams. Yeah, okay. If that makes any sense. I, th- I think that Boston deserves to re- remain number one and doesn't have to play the other three top four teams to keep that. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like that idea because if Toronto does win this series, uh, the chances of them playing Boston are very good. And yeah. I would absolutely I, I will just I will bathe in the tears of Toronto's fans when I, I'm pretty sure Toronto will burn itself down if they lose to Boston again it's probably true I, it's, I, th- yes. I think it's like the law that they just they have to they have to burn it down like it did in the 18 in eight, the war of 1812 and they just have to let's re- just restart yeah they just have to hit the restart button because there's just they they can't that would be like the what the fourth year in a row that they lost to Boston they're all just Raptors fans now. Yeah. Like, that's, like, the only Canadian yeah. city that likes basketball. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, by the way, so and I do want to point this out before we move on. Um, as of right now, Daily Faceoff has Josh Anderson, Cam Atkinson, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Seth Jones, Dean uh, Kukan, uh, Alexander Tex- Texier, Nathan Gerby, and Ryan Murray all on IR. So I mean I'm sure not this, the Gerbs, dude. I'm sure this hasn't been updated in a while, so I wouldn't. But so my point is, is even if they get half these guys back, it could be a good series. Yeah, I mean i i was I was going off of them having everybody back. Sure. Now, I'm just assuming that everybody has everybody back that's supposed to be back. Sure. I mean, but, maybe they don't. I mean, maybe some of these guys had season-ending injuries, like even through the postseason. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it would be. I wouldn't be surprised if a couple of them. I mean, you know, a couple guys that were day to day. I'm sure they'll come back. Uh, 
it said uh, Borkstern is out, not IR, so maybe he'll come back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it just yeah. depends on the extent of their injuries. But, yeah, I mean, it can't hurt. Yep, should be a good one. Agreed. Okay, moving on. Uh, next one, what, let's see here. Ah, Pittsburgh and Montreal. Huzzah. So, I, okay, let's just, let's just get out in the open. The only way okay. that Montreal wins this series is if Carey Price just remembers that he is an elite goaltender and just stops everything. I mean, the is there any way... other scenario? Like, even if even if Shea Weber plays like a hundred percent, like like ten years ago, Shea Weber, that's still not enough. Like, Carey Price has to literally play inhuman to win this series. The only way Montreal wins this series is if all of the Pittsburgh Penguins get the coronavirus. <laughs> And I don't for some know. reason the NHL is just like fuck it, let's keep playing. I don't even think that's enough. I think I think <laughs> I think a COVID-stricken Pittsburgh Penguins could still is still the favorite of this of this series. Oh Jesus! Crosby's like fucking huffing and puffing down the ice. <laughs> Barry's another one. <laughs> Jesus! I I just I don't. There's just there's no. I, I'm sorry, Habs fans. You you should be very happy that you'll get some playoff hockey. Or or play play in play in hockey, whatever it is. I just don't. This might be the most lopsided series that is on here. Uh, yeah, probably. I just I there's just no scenario where I even see that. Like winning one game would be a huge accomplishment. Like if they can make this a three one series or a four one series, that 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 is a that is very successful. Okay, the, the Mont- Montreal, you lost to the Red Wings four times this year. <laughs> the Red Wings only had like nine wins, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Or 11 wins or some ridiculously low fucking number. You're terrible. Damn. The, you do the not. percentage. What's that? The percentage of Detroit's wins that were the Montreal Canadiens. Let me look. Is hilarious. Yeah, let, let me look at. Okay, I mean NHL standings. Do you have those pulled up? Yeah. Okay. Tell me how many how many wins did the Red Wings have? Regulation wins. Did the Red, Red Wings, Wings had seven. Oh, regulation. No, wins. how many wins total? They had seventeen wins. Okay, so four of those came from the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> oh and, shit! And like two or three came from the Boston Bruins. You're just under 25% on the uh, yes. Detroit's wins this year. We're about 23% <laughs> Montreal. I, I just, uh, it's, oh, I'm shit. sorry, Habs fans. I, I'd love to, I'd love to, you, you will win this series if Carey Price plays inhuman. Otherwise, you literally have no hope. There is, there is nothing for you here. Pittsburgh will absolutely dominate. Uh, even, even if, you know, even if, uh, Murray goes into like uh, his hot topic emo depressed stage again and like stops playing hockey for a little bit. Uh, Tristan Jari's solid enough to back him up. Uh, this is there's yeah. just I mean every there's just there's no level here. The duo is better. The defense is better. The offense is better. Like it, this is just so one sided. I it will be. I, I'm trying to. I'm really trying. Like I said, Carey Price could pull it out. Maybe, and I think I think yeah. Best case scenario, Price steals one game. Yep, that's that's about it. 
Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, this could be this could be the most realistic sweep here. Yep. I think you're probably right yep. there. Pretty sad, but sorry. Um, yeah. So Pittsburgh fans, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you're gonna be just fine. Okay. Wor- worry about worry about having to play the Capitals or the Flyers in the next round. Oh. Okay. That's that's what you need series. to be really stressing about because I guarantee you. Uh, the Capitals and the and the Flyers are really not happy with you for whooping their asses all these years, so uh, they might take advantage of that. Yeah, they're definitely going to pull your pants down. Yeah, yeah, that's that's going to be a really tough series for you. Bo- both of them are going to be tough. Uh, yep. Okay. Um, Who's next? Islanders and Florida, uh, two teams that arguably uh, don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Um, the Islanders are. That I do like this series because it could be entertaining because it's two very different play styles colliding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've got the very defensively minded Oilers going against the juggernaut off the rails offense of the Panthers. Because yeah. the, the Panthers, I mean, it's it's no secret. Their their strategy is we will just try to score more goals than you. <laughs> okay, like you'll you'll score five, so we're gonna try to score six. Like that's their plan. That was, you know, their Toronto of a year or two ago, um, because Bobrovsky is not as advertised. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, maybe, maybe he, you know, w- ran the gulag in Russia and has come back and gets his form back. But if 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 it's Bobrovsky of what we saw this season, uh, this this is a very weakened defensive team. Uh, the Islanders on the other on are the exact opposite. They struggle. They don't have a true number one line, still. Even after their even after their moves, that, uh, what was their biggest move? Pajot. Yeah. So yeah, you know I don't yeah. think there's much there. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go against past chance here, and I'm gonna say that Florida takes this one. Ah, oh, you took mine. Damn it. I just, I feel like the the juggernaut offense, yes, there's huge defensive liabilities there, but I feel like the New York offense ju- doesn't even have enough to exploit it. Yeah. There's just not enough there to overwhelm. Bobrovsky will keep it clo- keep them in the game, and the Florida offense will just juggernaut it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right. Um, Barkov, I think Barkov Florida, will make it happen. Yeah, I think I, I think their defenses, you know, just on paper, are look similar. I think Florida, Florida is just you know by name brand, right? I mean, um, you know, I think Florida, their system under Quenville, I don't think they've just, you know, they don't really play defense, right? No, they don't. <laughs> um, it's, they just don't. Yeah, but I think I think you know it. It really does depend which Bobrovsky we see. Um, and I, you know, I think it's been enough time or, you know, I think, I think Florida fans hope that it's been enough time that he is adjusted and has been able to, you know, meditate or something. I don't know what he does, right. um, you know, but I think, so I think they have, you know, it, I, I do think they have the goaltending benefit there. Um, if, if he can turn it on and then, yeah, I think, I think just the offensive, you know, players, Huberto and Barkov can just turn on a game right and i mean you know looking at quinville's old team right right uh you know he doesn't always need uh to play defense right right uh 
you know, and and so yeah, he can just he can let those guys loose, like you know, not necessarily like Kane and Taves, but you know, he he has that option um, of of Huberdeau and, and Barkov just working them. Um, you know, I think it's going to be close because yeah, it'll be fun to watch the clash. Yeah, because the two. there's not there's there's not like the other team's strength is the other team's weakness. So I mean, exactly. I feel like they'll balance each other out well. It won't be a runaway series. This will be close. The only so I'm gonna go against you again just for fun. Okay. Um, I think the playoffs are very defensively built, um, and I think I think that's where you know I would I would lean towards the Islanders is. You know, they can get that system. Trotz has been there. You know, Quinville has, yes, but, um, you know, I, I it's like an unproven the defensive team. scheme. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and so, you know, yeah, I, I think, I think I'll, I'll take the Islanders just because, you know, you can all of a sudden find some scoring from a guy like Barzal or you can find some scoring from uh, Eberle or uh, Bavoulier, something like that, where, you know, you just you get that enough of that scoring um, where, you know, your defense and goalie don't have to do much of, of, you know, just shots from the outside or something, right? Sure. So, um, you know, I'll take Islanders, but yeah, I think secret secretly, I do think uh, Florida. You know, Florida Florida has a lot to prove too. So, um, you know, bringing in a contract like Bobrovsky, they need to they need to show the, their fans really, that, right? Hey, I know, I will sure. say that this one is the least interesting to me because either one of these teams will lose to whoever they play. Right. So yep. it, I there's just no like they're not even like an underdog scenario. Like either one of these teams play Boston, t- Tampa, Washington or Philly, they, they will lose. So Yeah. Um yep, I agree. It's I mean it's sad, sucks, but you know, at least one of them can say they made the playoffs. So good for them. This is the this is the battle of the lucky sons of bitches right here. Yeah. Oh, so this Both these two I think would have This next right series out. is I in competition with Calgary and Winnipeg as I think the most exciting. If I, I think uh-huh. it might be the most exciting. Yeah. This is going to be an absolute fucking great series. Uh yep. six seed Canes, eleven seed Rangers. I I I feel like they're sit because of just how that their their style of hockey, this is going to be a very entertaining series. Oh yeah. I'm I'm very excited about it, honestly. Like I, I don't I'm not at like I'm not a primary Canes or Rangers fan, but this series, this could be a very fun series to watch. High energy. Yes, that's 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 what this this series to me looks like. Yep. It's just it's going to be high energy. I think we're going to see a lot of you know down to one end scoring chance, down to the other end scoring chance. Um, you know, lots of speed on both sides. Um, yeah, I think you know, uh, shit. If Canes have Dougie back, I'd have to look at his timeline. Um, that's a tough team to beat, you know. But then, but then their goalies can be sketchy. Canes, Canes are a favorite on paper. Uh, if you if mm-hmm. you break it down, though, it's it's closer than you think. Because uh, I like the Rangers goalies better than Mrazek yeah. and Reamer. Yep. Um, defense, I like the Canes defense better. Obviously, uh, even without Dougie, uh, that's still yeah. a better blue line. Uh, and then the front line, I. The the I'd say it's a wash because while the Canes have more depth on their offensive line, I like the Rangers first line better. Yeah. I like the Rangers top two. Uh, so I like both the Zabinajad line and um P- Panarin was playing with Strom, I think. Yeah. Um the last the last little bit. Um and, and those two were actually having some magic. It didn't you know, I think I think they moved up uh who's the who's the kid that they took number two? 
shit. Been too long, dude. See how rusty? We are dusty right now. Dusty, dusty benders. We are fucking dusty right now. Uh, yeah, but anyway, so yeah, I, I, I give the Rangers a slight edge there. Um, just because, you know, that's two lines of some pretty good firepower. But just a slight, slight edge. Because Carolina can go three or four deep. Right. You know? So, no, I it's yeah, uh, like I said, it's it's different advantages on the front end. I I yep. Carolina's definitely more depth. I think we've even talked about that before of how Carolina has probably one of the deepest offensive cores in the league at the moment. Um even after getting rid of Eric Halla. Halla. Sad. Tears. Yeah, even then they still have I mean, even their fourth line is still pretty solid. So um yep. I, I think at the end of the day. Oh god, this is really. I mean, man, because Gorgi- Gorgiev and the dude we can't pronounce his name. <laughs> Gorgiev and Bukin. Buk- oh, whatever his name is. They've got three goalies. Okay, like even Lundqvist could probably. I mean, this is the playoffs. He'll probably actually try hard. So. Shistorkin. Yeah, there you go. So they got Shistorkin, they've got uh, Gorgiev, and they've got Lundqvist. Like, that is a fucking great goddamn three, uh, three, trio to go into the... Yeah, but you don't use them all, you know? No, you can't You can't play... You can only no. play one. Yeah, you, you, you get. You know, you can play fucking three, two forwards and a D and then have all three tendies. That's a that, tough but... one. I, I'm going to go with the Canes. I'm going to play it safe and okay. call the Canes because I know the Rangers would be it. But this is going to be a very close series. I think I think this could go uh, four or five games or six or seven games, depending on the length of the series. I'm going to go the opposite just just because for fun. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, because I, I think this one this one's as close to a wash as I think we're going to see. Um, I I like the Rangers' tendies. And we, this is going to be high-energy hockey. People banging into each nice. other. I mean, this is going to be – that's going to be a fun series to watch, honestly. Yeah, my my only scary thing there, if, if Dougie's back, I think Hurricanes could could potentially not even make a series out of it. That's I fair. Think Doug, Dougie was that good at the beginning of the year. That's fair. Um, and and the Canes were that good with him. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I think I think I'll take Rangers just because yeah, Shostorkin is is the future there. I mean, he's yeah, Shostorkin. He there's he has a potential to be one of the top goalies in the league here yep. in the next couple of years. Yeah. So. Oh no, and and I and I fully admit that he could totally take that series because that that yeah. goaltending trio is better than Marazic and Reamer. Sure. Um. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my vote actually on that to be the most exciting series. Um, the most boring series is definitely gonna be Phoenix and Nashville, or Arizona and Nashville. Um. The most lopsided one is Pittsburgh and Montreal. Sorry, Montreal. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, and I think even maybe hardest to call would be maybe Carolina and the Rangers. In addition, yeah. in addition to being the most exciting, probably a runner-up on that is, is the Calgary-Winnipeg series. Yeah. But I would still, like, I would say there's a def- definitive edge with Calgary in that, whereas... I mean, Carolina, if you weigh out all the factors, it's very close because the Rangers are so hot going into the break. Yeah, I don't know. But I, that's the thing is I don't know if we can even take that into account. Yeah, you know, that's that's so fair. With off, the with the so. break, you could say that, yeah, that that's that's not lo- no longer a factor. Yeah, um, but I, I agree. I think those are probably my two. I, those, you know, if if there's, you know, Pittsburgh versus Montreal on, you better believe I'm turning Carolina and New York on, right? I mean, yep. if it's if that's happening at the same time, I think I think the 
boring series for me, I think, is actually going to be um, Islanders versus Florida. I think it's going to be... I think Islanders hockey is boring in general. It is. Uh, but then I think it's hard to watch Florida. Yeah, but uh, Nashville so and <laughs> Arizona hockey is boring. That's true. I mean, yeah, I, I'm not even Like, at least, at least Florida will boring, make, but... like, a lot of, like, cherry-picking <laughs> passes and, you know... That's true. Like, try to There's make it exciting. Chance... Whereas there's a good chance Nashville, they're going to be asking Bobrovsky to score goals yeah, on that team. Nashville, it's just it's just going to be like the the entire game is just going to be neutral zone turnovers over and over and over. Like there will there won't even be zone cycle. entries. Like just fucking the four line drill. Yeah, just, <laughs> just circling around the middle dot. Just, oh God, Christ! Just uh, it's, yeah, that's that's going to be rough to watch. And and with and I mean. <laughs> And if uh, it could be interesting because, like I said, that that the distinct goalie advantage in that series is with Arizona, but if yeah. Rene can find a way to be a decent goalie, or if uh, Soros can pretend that he's the actually good goalie that he was supposed to be, um, then yeah, that could be an even more boring series. I pretty much sleep. Okay, yeah, and that's fun because those are the games that if they do allow fans, that I will probably be at. Yeah, so that's fun. Okay, uh, let me look Yay. at our time here. One twenty. We got we real quick. Um, so you did. You just mentioned cities. Uh, as yeah. of right now, it sounds like the leading plan right now is to have two hub cities. Uh, from what I've read, it sounds like the leading competitor or the leading uh, cities are Vegas and Columbus. I've heard Edmonton as well. Okay. Uh, the only but yeah, um, the only thing with the two locations, it was from our friend at ESPN. Um, so I I don't know how much I trust that. Sure. Because uh, I've I've heard an eight location thing as well, um, which which would I've heard a f- I'm, yeah I've heard a four location. I've heard an eight location. I've heard now the yeah. the, the two one is just the popular one currently. Um, mm-hmm. And I my sources for the Vegas pick is that. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of pull right now. The fact that there's so many hotels that are adjacent to the Vegas rink, like they could mm-hmm. easily get the MGM to just have every team, like every floor gets a team, and they can just yeah. rent out a hotel. So lodging's not a problem. Everyone can walk to the rink. It's very a- adjacent and accessible. Um, I mean, it, it, just comparing all the other cities, it's kind of the only one that really makes sense. Like yeah. California, you can't do it with California's regulations. There's no way that the governor would allow. Uh, there's just no. The, the NHL probably is weighing the options here of safety versus just what states are gonna allow them to do to do this. Yeah. And I just don't see California making it easy for them. No, I I had seen one that predicted we would see uh, that they would open up sporting events in June in California. Um, but I work with a bunch of Californians. I don't think that's happening. So. I, I, you know, they're going to have strict regulations like, like Washington and New York and stuff like that. So, yeah. uh, yeah, I just, I don't see that working out. Um, Vegas, Nevada, you know, that state's fairly, fairly conservative ergo, uh, you know, more open, so to speak. Um, I, I am actually, I would prefer to see, um, I'd prefer to see more locations. I think you reduce the amount of people that you're going to have in that spot. I think I agree. A, less of less of a chance that we're going to have to fucking stop this thing. I mean, they pretty much have said like, you know, when we get a case in the NHL, like it's you know, there's a good chance that we're probably having it. You know, that it'll you know they would have to at least take a couple of weeks off to like reevaluate their shit, right? Right. Um, so I, I think if we can reduce that, I don't know if you need 
up to eight locations, um, but I think, you know, something along the lines of, you know, say six, something like that. I think, um, you know, obviously it, it all depends on the format. Sure. Yep, absolutely. Okay, uh, talked about cities. Um, we'll just, I mean, we'll just touch on the draft. Uh, they still don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, the, no. There was that very early talk of, like, giving the Red Wings and the Ottawa Senators, like, a guaranteed first or second pick. Uh, as a Red Wings fan, I like that. As a hockey fan, I think that's stupid. Um, I, I, and even doing it in June before the playoffs, that's fucking dumb. Uh, that is dumb. I mean, as a hockey fan, I think that's, I think that's cool because it fills. You know, we get hockey finally something. But uh, no, it just. I mean, it it rule. It takes out all the fun of the draft. Like one of the fun things of the, dra- of the draft is sitting there and. Wait, like seeing if there's trades gonna happen. Yeah. Well, if you do it in June before the playoffs, there's no fucking trades. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So, yeah, I, I yeah, don't. I don't, th- I don't think they will. No, I don't like that. Uh, so wait. it sounds it sounds like they'll do the the lottery soon. Sounds yeah, like they'll do the lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I mean I wouldn't mind that. No, I wouldn't mind you that. Know, I want I want to see where those seven teams are gonna land. Yeah, yeah. i You know. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Lafreniere or Riot, basically. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. If, if Detroit doesn't get Lafreniere, what if Pittsburgh gets Lafreniere? I somehow? fucking they, like sneak a ball in there. I will fucking kick every Pittsburgh fan <laughs> I see in the nuts. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, here's the thing, uh, for for Detroit, I do like Quentin Byfield, but if you're a Detroit fan, you you have to have that number one, or you're gonna <laughs> you gotta be pissed. Oh yeah, and we've been screwed over so many times on the draft that it just. Yeah, it's not. It's it's ridiculous. Like we picked sixth yeah. last year. What the fuck? Yeah, you'll pick sixth again this year. Ugh. Ducks with the first pick. Fucking bullshit. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, we normally do fantasy talk right now, but obviously because the situations, fantasy is basically canceled. Our league is probably going to do some bizarre six-way divvy out of the money that is in our pot. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Yeah, um, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, I w- I wish we could, can you know. But with all the team, you know, if you've got if we've got players on our seven, you know, on those seven teams that aren't in the playoffs, then it's pretty much, you know, you're fucked, and then we just can't have a fair playoffs. So, uh, but yeah. maybe we'll, maybe we'll look into ESPN to see if they're doing something like unique for the, like a bracket challenge. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. And go. then we can and then we can bring that up. There you go. Perfect. Okay, that's been us. God, it's been good to get back and start talking some hockey again. Good. Really excited to have the season back. Um, as always, thanks. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Kamish.ag. Uh, Check them out to play some action on whatever your heart desires. Um, we're gonna be, we're gonna be Kamish. We're gonna be checking out to see uh, if you get that, get those chill streams on there. Come on, buddy. Let's get her going. All right, um, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following us. We know we had a long hiatus because of the the COVID stuff, but we're back better than ever. Uh, we've, we've got a, a new sense of motivation to, to really kick things up and get things going and interacting with you guys. Uh, please like, comment, and share all of our stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. Laters.